Hello, dear listeners. It is I, DJ Star Sage, coming to you once again from the Lady Demora, Her Majesty's carriage. It is Tuesday morning, and uh, the sun is rising behind me. The skies are transitioning from a robin's egg blue into a, a murky light gray as I'm heading on into my work day at the candy shop. <laughs> the dashboard is reading a chilly, of course, wintry, 16 degrees, so it is below freezing here and not quite apple country. And, uh, We allegedly just have a few more weeks, maybe a couple of more weeks, until the calendar says spring. I do know that just before that, we are due to set our clocks ahead. Here in the Northeast, we observe this kooky thing that we call daylight savings time. Yes, the theory is that uh, the time is supposed to reflect the daylight, and uh, it does seem to be staying... Uh, lighter later so the days are in theory getting longer (laughs) anyways how are you and what have you been up to you know i think maybe i got lost in the fold because i haven't heard from some of you in a while my twitter changed it is now dj star sage so at dj star sage and you can email me at dj star sage at gmail.com Let me know what you've been up to and how you managed to uh, distract yourself during the work week and keep a a happy thought in your head to keep on trucking, as he might have said in an earlier time, perhaps. I'm reminded of um, some of those 80s cannonball run movies, you know, with um, Burt Reynolds. And I think Sally Fields may have only been in the first one of those, but... uh, Anyways, so uh, over the weekend, Hubby had to work on Saturday, so of course that day was kind of a blur. As I'm one to two of late, I charged up both of my gaming consoles. I have a Wii U and a PlayStation 4. I charged up my controllers because those are wireless, and I had intended to actually turn one of them on and play a game, but, uh, you know, you get distracted and you decide that adulting is more important than indulging or embracing your inner child. So I didn't quite get the the coloring books out, as you might say, but uh, I did get a few things done, some upkeep to the websites I manage, and... uh, there is some new cover art for Matinee Minutia. Go over to matineeminutia.com, and if you are not already subscribed, you may do so there. Uh, during our Mid-Atlantic Sci-Fi Extravaganza last month, Toppy Smelly and I posed for a picture that became our cover art, and... Uh, If you check it out, you'll see us in our movie-going glory. See, um, I I had a lot that I would hope to accomplish over the weekend. Maybe, well, maybe not a lot. I had a few things that I wanted to accomplish over the weekend. 
And uh, one of those things was catching up on a new History Channel original series. And this is called Project Blue Book. Now, this is based upon the uh, journals, possibly, of a, a scientist who uh, basically worked on behalf of the federal government. I'm forgetting his first name, but a Dr. Heinick, Heinick, H-E-Y-N-A-K. And uh, his role in those days was to give a scientific explanation for the uh, strange and unusual things people were experiencing at the time that many thought were extraterrestrial, out of this world, uh, alien even, flying saucers. So uh, that was the origin, the times of the weather balloon explanations that uh, probably so many of you have heard about when they say that someone has seen a UFO and they want a a rationalization, an explanation, uh, you know, uh, what happened in the real world that might have caused a person to think something fantastic had happened. And uh, if you get a chance to catch this, if you get a chance to catch this, um, it, the, the reviews of it have likened it to being a cross between the uh, TNT series Mad Men, you know, the the office drama about an ad agency from the 50s and 60s. It's what you might call a period piece, and it ran for many years. I want to say at least five to seven seasons, if not more. And it depicted, uh, in many ways, the the role of women that was growing during that time. They went from housewives and secretaries to being uh equals in the workforce now of course i'm not saying that uh you know they they uh won all their rights and uh all their all the issues of the day were resolved no but uh it is a representation of that time and the struggle of a lot of people in the business world of those days but anyways uh project blue book is essentially been reviewed as a a coming together of the stylings of Mad Men and the Men in Black. You know, that 90s, early 2000s film series with Tommy Lee Jones and um, Will Smith, where the, the government types that were undercover were trying to cover up mysteries and keep it out of the public eye. So... Uh, Project Blue Book, and I want to say there could be as many as 10 to 12 episodes. I'm not sure if it's still airing new, but a a very delightful show, Um, especially if you're not familiar with that period of history. They they go into the early days of the space program, the end of World War II, and also uh, the Cold War. So... A very fascinating show. Let's see, and then on Sunday, Hubby and I had the day off together. We ran some errands, we got some groceries, and uh, I don't remember if we actually had a meal out that day. It's sad. We don't go to 
very fancy sit-down restaurants for meals. At least we haven't since our favorite Italian restaurant at our fancy mall closed last year. And uh, sometimes we revisit old favorites, so I'm, I'm trying to remember now what we did that day. But uh, anyways, planning out the next episode of Matinee Minutia, I've been uh, in the thick of 80s pop culture and um, just been listening to some music lately to get myself in the mindset of those times, those days. I've been listening to some uh, Boy George and the Culture Club, and I've been listening to some Philip Oakley, who was the lead singer of a band called The Human League. Uh, they're, they're most well-known for a song, and uh, apologies, I'm not going to sing, but it's Don't You Want Me, Baby, Don't You Want Me, Oh. That was sort of singing. But uh, anyways, I've been listening to 80s artists and uh, just getting into the mindset for our next film we're going to be reviewing, or discussing rather, we're going to be talking about the 1980, I want to say eight, maybe seven, um, sort of a comedy, romantic comedy with a sci-fi twist starring the uh, Ghostbusters and Saturday Night Live actor Dan Aykroyd, as well as uh, recent, then recent, uh, Playboy model, then uh, star of such films as Michael Keaton's Batman, and future now ex-wife of Saturday Night Live's Alec Baldwin, Kim Basinger. This is a delightful film. My stepmother is an alien, and it also has an appearance by John Lovitz, who uh, got his start in Penny Marshall's film Big with Tom Hanks. He played a office co-worker in that film. And then, of course, he would later go on to star in other Penny Marshall projects like A League of Their Own another favorite of mine. So, um, just thinking about things that are on the horizon, and uh, we are due to have another winter storm shortly. It seems like it's Old Man Winter's last bastion of, of um, splendor, <laughs> reminding us that uh, Mother Nature is in fact, in charge. And uh, we still have at least a couple of more weeks of this season we call winter. So people are settling settling in and uh, planning out their days and possibly regretting the idea that they might have to wake up early that day to, to shovel themselves out. And uh, I would say that we probably are not due for as great a display as the forecast may be predicting. Now, we have been having quite uh, 
cold temperatures, very chilling. In fact, uh, I, I've had a couple of days that I wish I had worn some sort of a face mask because in the downtown area of Oslo, the tall buildings seem to harness perhaps uh, great gusts of wind between those gullies they create through man-made towers. And uh, the little five-minute walk that I have to my car seems to stretch out quite a bit more in this time of year. Of course, I keep reminding myself that uh, I'm being frugal and that I appreciate that little five-minute walk because it's exercise. And uh, if I wanted to park in the fancier garage, I do believe it's at least $20 to $30 more expensive a month. And this is a place that's right next to my office building. Now, you would think that with it being located there, it would save me a bunch of time when I'm in a hurry. However, that's not usually the case as it's quite a tall parking garage, narrow, and you find yourself winding, well, the staircase to heaven, <laughs> stairway to heaven. And uh, sometimes, well, quite often, parking spaces are at a premium there because it's near some of the other downtown businesses, including municipal offices, you know, where you go to pay your parking fine. So hopefully you have something to look forward to as you work towards your weekend. I have a, a co-worker up here who has decided that she's going to uh, talk me into leaving the building for lunch today. And I think that I will call her Elise. Uh, I'm reminded sort of of the character Goldie Hawn played in uh, the First Wives Club. The, the fabulous lady who uh, got everything in the divorce. <laughs> now, uh, my friend Elise is uh, not middle-aged, no. In fact, she's actually a, a smidge younger than myself. And uh, every time I try to talk to her about pop culture, I'm reminded that uh, she's more of a 90s gal than an 80s gal. So... With that being said, folks, hold your breath, don't blink, stay tuned for the second half of this program. And here we are in the latter half of the week. What's on the horizon, you ask? Well, there's a few things that uh, are in store. This weekend, Hubby and I will be joining Sister Betty my sister, she's not a nun, for uh, lunch out uh, in uh, Juniper Lake. Yes, where Hubby works at Grace Brothers. And uh, we were hoping to break bread at a cute little cafe that we had found all, not all that long ago. In fact, uh, it was such a cute little shop it reminded us of our vacation in Ireland the other year now I say the other year but sadly it's been quite a bit longer than that it's 
going on four, maybe five years ago now. And I had certainly hoped to have been able to have had my passport stamped again before now. But I guess as they say, all things in due time. So uh, we are scrambling to find a suitable replacement. And, uh, you know, of course, that's the thing when you try to bring people together. You have to come to an agreement. You have to find a, a common ground. And uh, as Betty has a, a temperamental tummy, she has certain dietary restrictions. You see, a number of years ago, she had her gallbladder out, and that, of course, uh, doesn't let her near any of the the fried or fatty foods, (laughs) at least uh, not without causing disagreement with her tum-tum. Yes, I said tum-tum. I like to be a child sometimes, if you haven't noticed. Hence the title of my show, Surely You Just... We all have a little kid at our heart's core and that uh, helps us bounce along in our week. So she uh, has some uh, dietary requirements, of course, no fried or fatty foods, and uh, she's not very keen on the the red meats. And uh, of course, this is something that neither hubby or I are fond of of late, so... It, uh, it isn't really that difficult to find uh, a nice medium, but uh, sometimes you forget about these things when you try to plan something together. And uh, I do think that we have found a, a suitable alternative, a uh, kind of a, a breakfast brunchy kind of place that's near Grace Brothers, and uh, it's a local favorite, so um, it should foot the bill or, you know, fill the spot. It's interesting because in the little town that Hubby works in, it's a college town and it's in kind of a scenic area. And so um, a lot of the businesses or the restaurants and whatnot seem to be organized by folks who are are successful in the the local winemaking businesses. And so... It's uh, here today, gone tomorrow sometimes. You get a concept, and it either flies or it doesn't. And apparently, the little cafe that we enjoyed was one of those flights of fantasy. But uh, just hoping for a nice afternoon out with my sister, who I haven't seen for a couple of months and she's actually the sister that has uh, a little better availability, you might say. Uh, my eldest sister is the one who's raising her grandkids. And um, Betty actually had the privilege of being made permanent at her job this last year, just before the holidays, I do believe. So I'm sure that that was a sigh of relief. And uh, she was able to recently... Um, step away from one of her part-time jobs. So uh, she's able to uh, hopefully have more time to put her feet up on her weekend, although I know she keeps at least one other part-time job. 
She's a, a woman of many hats. So uh, speaking of temperamental tummies, I, I just mentioned a moment ago about my sister and, uh, you know, special diet needs. Our poor little, I guess you'd say, uh, youngest child. <laughs> no, we don't have human babies, or at least not yet. But our uh, kitty cat, Goldie, she's a, a tortoise shell, a tortie. She's named Goldie after Goldie Hawn, who, of course, is sweet and nuts. Um, poor little thing. She has recently developed an upset tummy, and um, we think that it's the result of eating something that uh, both didn't agree with her, and perhaps she maybe shouldn't have had. <laughs> But uh, the jury is still out on that. After a couple of days of temperamental tummy, Hubby decided it was time to take her to the vet because it was also time for her to have her annual checkup. So uh, it was, I guess, convenient timing all around. But he took her in and they did some uh, blood work on her and um, just trying to find out what it was that uh, turned her tummy and uh, we have a fair idea that it probably could have been some artificial plants yes i know we are pet parents and yet we still have these things in our house now maybe those of you with dogs this doesn't happen but uh cats they like vegetation and, uh, you know, we're the stupid humans that put fake plants in the house. Now, for the record, we don't have a lot of them. In fact, we don't have even many. We just have one little batch that she can get to. And she really has to make an effort. You see, when we got married, oh, geez, going on eight years ago, um, we had our ceremony in Betty's backyard. And uh, it's not an area that she does events in or anything, so we had to spruce it up. And back then we bought a bunch of artificial flowers that were on sale at the craft store. So we managed to save some of the flowers from our wedding ceremony. And those sit in a vase on our dresser at home. So little girl had to climb up on our bedroom dresser and uh, she may have proceeded to nibble the leaves on the artificial flowers. And um, it wouldn't be the first time that we have found uh, little tiny teeth marks on them. Again, we're the stupid humans that put fake plants in the house with cats. Anyways, uh, so we are just passing pills out like it's the candy dish at the doctor's office because, uh, you know, little Goldie, she has to have a pill for her appetite and for mood because she gets stressed out since she can't be uh, left out while she's having tummy trouble. She's got to be in a room with a litter box so it's not far away. And of course, she gets food and water left for her. And it's just during the workday. 
like so many people would pets in apartments have. But um, we're pleased to share that uh, having been more than six months, almost nine at this point, since our senior kitty Oliver had his trouble, we are now able to give him his thyroid medication in pill form. Now, we were doing liquid before, and that that's fine, uh, you know, as you would probably uh, learn if you have human children. Sometimes it's difficult to get the little ones to take a pill. But um, we had some concerns over the consistency of the liquid, and sometimes, depending on how it's made, it really is just... A, a compounding is what they call it. They grind up the pills and they put it in some sort of a of a, uh, a formula, a a base, and it's sometimes something like broth or gelatin. And uh, well, we were finding that the batches were not consistent, regardless of voicing our concerns with that pharmacy. And um, it seems that most who have kitties with the thyroid condition will tell you that there's greater consistency with the pill. So we were happy that Mr. Oliver actually decided to start accepting the pill now that he's many months away from his initial trauma. And so that means that we've got two kitty cats at this point that have to take pills. And uh, we're finding the secret is you you wet their whistles just beforehand. You have a, a little teeny syringe that's most often used for uh, administering liquid medication. You just put in a little bit of water and you make them think that that's their medicine. You put the pill in and then you give them another little dose of medicine or food so that you can be sure that the medicine went down. Yes, just like Mary Poppins. But in this case, no sugar. A sip full of water will help the medicine go down. <laughs> and, um, well, with our torty, uh, there's another approach. We're having to uh, try different methods because she's not so keen on the idea of being given something that's not food. So we're going to try and disguise it as food. Wish us luck with that one. Uh, and uh, it's just been going around. Uh, it was probably oh, about a month or so two ago now that Hubby was sick last. It never fails. He wears himself out. And uh, during his week off from work, he usually ends up flat on his back. And, well... Not to the same extent, but it seemed that uh, after we had a meal out on Sunday, oh yes, uh, we uh, we had lunch with uh, Mama Billy at a, a little bakery cafe, uh, kind of an Italian bakery cafe, and uh, hubby had uh, a Reuben as he's fond of, you know. Uh, I think it's uh, corn. It's like a, a roast beef with uh, cabbage and peppers and uh, just something that he enjoys from time to time and well apparently 
it was uh, strange to his palate as he hasn't hadn't had it in a while. And uh, well, as they say, that just put him off these last few days. So we are hoping that his tummy will soon make a recovery. You would think that uh, we were just keeping a bottle of Imodium on the coffee table these days at uh, Chateau Starsage. But uh, knock on wood, yours truly uh, has an iron will, and uh, very few things have bothered me of late. Of course, we are one to have a, a quick meal of chicken sausages, which are lower sodium and high protein, uh, with uh, some cabbage salad or coleslaw. Now, I actually do enjoy cabbage. Maybe it's uh, something to do with some German heritage I have here or there. <laughs> but I like savory things. I like things that have a little bit of tartness. I even like it when we go to a Chinese restaurant and we have um, one of those those little rolls. I'm forgetting what they're called, but they have cabbage in them and I don't mind that at all. To me, it all depends on uh, it being uh, sliced up and shredded finely. And if you could throw some carrots and onions in there, maybe a uh, a light dressing, Uh, it just... um, Well, I find it blends better. All right, folks, I am just stopping by the pet store to get some little pill pockets. You know, those uh, fake food things that are hollowed out to shove the medicine in. And hopefully that will help out with our kitty cat and her uh, hesitation to take the medicine. (laughs) Okay, folks, uh, hopefully you have a chance to get together with loved ones or friends. And... um, Stay tuned and check out Matinee Minutia on uh, our new platform. Yes, we are joining the gamer craze, the gamer generation. We are going over on Twitch. Yes, T-W-I-T-C-H, twitch.tv. So look for us on Matinee Minutia, twitch.tv, like television, slash DJ Starsage. And you'll see our past 11 shows. Yes, we started in September, so we're coming up on our six-month anniversary. Go to matinemanusha.com and uh, listen to our back catalog if you haven't already. That's all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univazpods.net.